Welcome to the Caterham Independent In The Spotlight podcast. To find out more, go to caterhamindependent.com. Your community, your news, your paper. I'm Louise DeCosta and today we're here at Quince House Cookery School in Limpsfield with Catherine Eldridge who owns and runs the school. Catherine started the school in 2008 and we are extremely lucky to be here with her this morning. Rosalind Brookman, our roving reporter, and also my 12-year-old daughter are here and privileged to be putting their hands into making some extravagant Christmas goodies. Um, okay, so you're going to make some gingerbread. So in here, you've got your um, plain flour. Um, to that, you're going to add some um, bicarbonate of soda. So that's this one here. Oops, this one, the pink one. And it's just half a teaspoon. So when you're measuring out anything to do with um, raising agents, so bicarb is a raising agent, baking powder is a raising agent, you must always make sure that your teaspoons are proper teaspoons and they're, they're level. So this one is half a teaspoon of, I'll do the baking soda for you, half a teaspoon of baking soda. So pop it in. And then take your finger and just level it off like that because if you put too much in, especially with cakes, they can rise too much and then they sink. Um, and then the baking powder is... It's not baking powder, it's ground ginger you want as well. Okay, so do you want to do the same with that one? Put your here, a teaspoon of ground ginger in there. There you are. Go for that. So the teaspoon one is the pink one, I think. Yeah. So a teaspoon of ground ginger goes in there as well. Stick it right in. That's it, and level it off so you can just pull it across like that. Pop that in. And then the last one, pop that straight in there, is the half a teaspoon of the cinnamon. So that is the orange one. That one so pop it in and then level it off actually in there. Put your finger across. That's it, perfect. Pop that in. So they're nice and a little bit of spice in there as well. Okay, so you've got your spices in there, you've got your flour in there. Now you've got some butter. So it's 60 grams of butter. And all you're going to do is put your butter in, and then with your fingertips, you're going to rub the butter into the flour. So it used to say when we were at school that you rub it in and you're pretending you're turning the pages of a book. People don't really read so many, but it's all Kindles, isn't it, really now? But um, if you just rub with your fingers like that, okay, and so you want to rub the butter into the flour. Is that all right? Yes. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Right, meanwhile. You, um, we're going to start with the chocolate Yule log. Yes. Okay, so um, this is great for Christmas because you can make it, you can freeze it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's gluten free as well for anyone who's uh, on a gluten free diet. So, you want to separate your eggs. It's six eggs. Okay. Um, you're going to separate the eggs. The um, egg whites go in one bowl and the yolks go in the other bowl. Okay. If you're confident separating eggs, you can do them straight into the bowl. If not, do them into a small pot first of all. Okay. If you get any shell in with your egg whites, shell attacks, attracts to shell, mm-hmm. so just put a bit of shell in and it comes okay. out. But any yolk that goes in. Well, normally I would do them separately at home, but yep. as I'm here, <laughs> I will do them separately because yeah, I'm bound to mess it up. Just in case, and, um, and obviously the, any yolk is fat. If you just keep rubbing in like that and getting a little bit of air into it, it keeps it nice and cool as well. Okay, yeah. Yep, so shake your bowl. Oh, can you smell that ginger? There we are, keep rubbing. So, Catherine, when did you start? Do you always love cooking? Is um, it something that you've done? I've always loved cooking, but I, I decided I was going to be vegetarian at 14, 
And um, my mum said, if you're going to be vegetarian, you cook for yourself then. And that was oh, it. Interesting. So, um, so it went from there, really. And then, um, uh, and then when, when I was travelling, I got very into cooking, in different, especially around Asia um, and other strange countries that I went to. Um, so yes, I've always loved it. And having travelled and then the idea was going, going back into an office I was struggling with. So that's when I did the cookery course um, and then went on to teach back at the Jam Tom Marie as well. So yeah. Oh, I love it. And, and is there anything specific that you like cooking, but you prefer cooking? Or is it. No, everything really. No, I'm not. No, I, everything really. I, I, I mean, I love teaching. I, I would. Um, so for me, people often say, "You know, I'll cook all day because I'll teach, and then I'll cook again in the evening." Um, my kids are very spoilt. I would do homemade pasta with a sauce, Ooh. and then put in lovely, you know, sage and butter sauce on the top of it, and then they just eat it. Oh, I bet you'd love yeah. that, Brookie, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because I, I, I'm not a cook at all. Are you not? No. And I try. I really do, don't I, sir? But it's, it's just not. My husband is. He's but, the one that cooks. But often it's not. If you if you've got a good recipe and you've got a few, you just need. That looks fantastic. Can you see your lumps of? They all those lumps. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, if you've got good recipes um, and you've got a, you know you just need a few skills. Um, and once you know how to do things, you'll be off. Yeah. It's often the recipes. Sometimes recipes don't work. Right. I always go, my fail-safe is going to this most, I always type in to Google, the simplest way to oh. make. <laughs> so, sometimes, but then, do you know, if you've got really good ingredients, you're, you're, you're on a winner, aren't you? So if you can find some good fish or meat, or you are on a winner, and just add a nice sauce to it. So, do you, next thing you're going to do, we're here, we've rubbed in the butter, um, and now we're going to stir in the sugar. So these scales are great, because we can just turn them on, and then you can... What you want is grams, so turn it to 100 grams, and you want uh, Ooh, 70 grams of sugar. All right, so you've done your sugar. So the next thing you're going to do is beat your egg. Now in here you've got your golden syrup. This is going to bring it all together, because at the moment all our mixture is nice and dry, we want to make it wet and bring it all together. So you've got your 50 grams of golden syrup. You're going to add your, your egg, and then beat that together with a fork. Yeah, okay? Okay, if you carried on whisking that, they end up sort of almost breaking up the egg whites because they go so dry. Right, okay. So we're going to stabilise that. Our recipe is 150 grams of sugar. Mm -hmm. 50 grams of that is going to go into the egg whites. Okay. And then it almost looks a little bit like meringue, goes nice and shiny, but it will stabilise. We're doing it on the high speed again. On the high speed, yeah. What we want? Is that Yep, lovely. Okay. Right. So to that, we're going to add your vanilla extract. Okay, so a teaspoon of vanilla extract. Mm -hmm. That's the pink one. There you are. And then that sieves it. You just press your finger on there. Oh, cool. And that uh -huh. sieves it for you. Oh, it's exciting. Isn't that's, it? Isn't that better than it is? That's so much Where's better. That so much better. I got them from Amazon, but they just, yeah. That's so much we easier, isn't spend it? spend so much time sieving cocoa, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the noise is quite great as well, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Quite satisfying. Satisfying. I'm, I can see myself going home now. I'm just going on. Amazon. I know. Like, that. Do you know, actually, fun. someone came the other day, and, and um, well, she'd been twice. The first time she came, she came with her same friend um, when they came again. And she said, oh, you can't believe what she's been home and bought. <laughs> the only thing she hasn't bought is an arga. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're going to fold that in. When you're folding, mm -hmm. you want to just gently fold, turn the bowl at the same time, okay. cut through the middle and fold like that. Okay. Don't fold it in totally because otherwise you end up overfolding. Mm -hmm. um, and we've actually whisked air into your sugar and your um, egg yolks mixture okay. there. So fold that in and then we're going to fold in 
Brilliant. Okay, so let's get some paper out. Do you want to? So, so with Grass of Christmas, you've got Christmas workshops coming up. Yeah. Is, is that so something that, that you're promoting at the. We do um, an adult and child Christmas workshop where they make the chocolate log, um, the gingerbread, um, and then some mince pies, and then my special mince pies with um, clementine curd and mascarpone. So that's they're oh, delicious. Um, so we've got those ones coming up, um, and then we do the adult one that's without the, the children. So um, those are just the children's ones? Um, yeah, they're the one, and, they, and they make the same thing, but they don't do the gingerbread, they make a stolen rather than the gingerbread. Um, so again, everything then could be frozen um, for Christmas. And then I'm doing a Christmas preparation one this year, where um, we're making sticky toffee puddings. So again, everything that can be frozen for Christmas. And then a lovely stuff, uh, stuffing um, roulade. Um, so the idea of that is that you make it in advance, you cook it, um, you cool it, then slice it, and then you just put one slice of the stuffing roulade on per plate. So you, I'm trying to get the stress out of Christmas. Yeah. Um, and we also make the base for a gravy, so that means on Christmas Day you're not faffing around making your gravy. You've got a nice base for your gravy, and you just add your stock, your giblet stock to it, and then you've got perfect gravy. Um, so that's quite a nice one as well. Um, so they're my three ones, and I'm doing a festive um, demonstration where I make things like game pie, um, there's a beef in um, port that's on that one as well. So that's more for, um, not the Christmas lunch, but maybe New Year. Yes, yeah, or Boxing Day. day. Yeah. That, yes. um, yeah. So yeah, I love this time that's of year. That's great. It's, it's, uh, um, you know, you could, it's nice to be able to make life easier for people. Yeah. Because people think Christmas, gosh, that's really... The stress. The strain, the stress. I've got to cook maybe not so many people this year, but yeah. even so, you, it, it can be easier. And are you doing those now? Can people... No, but they don't now, start... Because they, they don't start until um, end of November. Oh, the canapes one, that's on there as well. So Christmas canapes. Um, so that's quite nice. But end of November, so that then there's a, a month that it might stay in the freezer for till Christmas. So that's, oh, that's great. Yeah, that's really so, Right now, you want to lighten that. So we're now going to start um, folding in your egg okay. whites. So with your first um, fold, take a good dollop like that. Mm -hmm. And then this one, you can just beat in. Oh, okay. And the reason we beat in this one is because then you end up with your mixtures looking more similar. Right. It's quite hard to fold in egg whites into a very dense mixture, mm -hmm. but by adding your tablespoons of um, egg white to start with, you've lightened it and it's easy okay, to fold Okay, so am in. I doing that and now, adding more or just doing this? Yeah, so just now? beat that one in first yeah. of all. Okay. And then we'll add in a little bit more. Right, you're going to start cutting out your gingerbread then. I'm just coming. Perfect. So right, now take another... Take about a third. Okay. I might just roll it just slightly, this side's just a little bit thicker. Now you just must make sure it's not stuck underneath as well. No, you've done that brilliantly. Perfect. Okay. So you want to utilise as much of your mixture as you can. So you can put the dirty one there like that. You press down. Yeah. And sometimes it comes up. No, it's not. So we're just going to get a palette knife um, and take that one out. Do you want to do those ones as well? Just make sure his arm's actually in the mixture. So the next mixture, you're going to fold in more gently. Okay. okay. So it doesn't matter. You don't have to fold each part in um, because otherwise you end up overfolding. So right. just make sure at the end it's folded in totally. Okay. So pop another. Is that enough? Perfect. So just gently pop that one, incorporate that in. That's it. And Catherine, have you found has has COVID this year affected things? Has it made it is more people wanting to? To cook, perhaps, or um, has it been the opposite effect? I think it's or? more people have been wanting to cook. Um, 
and I think people have, have had time to find an interest in food as well. And also when we couldn't get everything we wanted, when you know, when we couldn't get pasta, actually making your own pasta is quite good fun. Oh, if you're making for a lot of people, it's difficult. But um, so yes, I think it's 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 yeah, it's changed. I think it's changed people's lives in, yeah. for the for positive in some ways. People are yeah. maybe cooking more from scratch. Um, yeah, I so, definitely cooked a lot more. Yeah. I had yeah. time. I love cooking, yeah. but I never have enough time. Exactly. But I did over yeah. lockdown. It was lovely. Yeah. No. I uh, yeah. I get. Oh, you're. Should we open them up? Um, and how did you find things like the like the, the lack of uh, flour, for example? <laughs> what, what did you do? Did you have a stash somewhere? I didn't have a stash. Actually, we, did, we were quite lucky. Um, so um, a lady down the road um, had a bag of flour, and I, we did a bit of exchanging. So I exchanged a bag of flour for... Um, we cooked roast, a Sunday roast and delivered Sunday roast down to them. And actually, um, at Easter, I had the flour, so I cooked um, hot cross buns for everyone in the road. Oh, so we, we sort of mixed oh, them, actually, which was great. And that was such fun, actually. Um, so for, for the kids delivering... For the kids, normally that wouldn't be particularly exciting, but because they were taking a plate of food and getting in the car and delivering it, it was really good fun, actually. Right, so now that's your last bit. Fold that in and that's going to go into your tin. So your tin is here and we've um, greased it and then I've lined it with baking paper. So that's baking parchment. Mm -hmm. I don't use grease with paper because it tends to stick. Um, and this is much better, so baking paper. Okay. And then we'll pour that all into there. They look lovely. And we don't want to put them yeah. too close together because they spread. Would you just look at me, please? Sure. <laughs> don't put any in the sink. Right, perfect. Oh, okay, so all that's going to go in there. Scrape it all out. Lovely. So you can re-roll your trimmings and you can make a few more. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's going to pop those. Did you get a picture of that in there? Yeah, yeah. Did you do any cooking at school or not? Um, no, my school doesn't do. No, it's a shame, isn't it? They didn't do it before lockdown. They didn't. They've got this big thing about. Well, they do the competition. Yes. But they don't promote cooking within the school. I think that's such a shame. And especially shame. Yeah, no. And especially now, you know. It's, funny, so, isn't it? it's it's health mm. as well, isn't it? It's important it's, that our kids know how absolutely, to cook. Absolutely, because you think the amount of kids that are going yeah. off to university yes, with yeah, no yeah. idea. If you've got if you haven't got parents who cook, then well, you've got no idea, have you? Yeah, no. Yeah. It's really. Can I spread that out. Like, spread it out into the corners. Yes, I did a university course um, for kids. <coughs> you really need to know five meals. Yeah. Um, really to be able to survive. Well, it's just knowing the basics. Yeah, if you can do a good pasta dish and yeah. know how to cook a chicken and that yeah, kind of thing, then yeah. you can expand afterwards. Absolutely, yeah. Otherwise, you just live on rubbish, don't you? It was Daddy was saying this morning to Scott. was saying to Scott this morning um, when we were doing her doing her toast, and he said. Making toast, he said, at your age, I was making a full roast dinner because where he was from and, 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 and in Suffolk, when he, where he grew up, he literally, they would just, he just was cooking from a really young age. Yeah. So I my, think it's really important. My daughter, is, um, uh, she loves cooking. Actually, having two boys and a girl, she's always in the kitchen with me. Um, and when we were doing... I'm going to pop that into the oven. Okay. So that goes into the oven, 180 right. for... Minutes, 20 minutes, isn't it? Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on it. I'm going to put it in the oven down here. There we go. And Catherine, I, I have seen on your website, but 
When did you start? Did you just tell me the history about how you found the place, about oh, the yeah. garden, about how you love the area, about, you know, it'd just be nice to hear that. So, um, so it, we, we've been here for um, just over 14 years. So we were looking um, for a house uh, um, up where we were up in Sunningdale, but couldn't find anything. And then um, sort of went further and further afield. My husband's parents were in Tunbridge Wells. Um, so we drove up the drive here, and then um, the house was very... I mean, yes, it just hadn't been touched for about 30 years. Um, oh, really? But then when we went into the garden and the views, <laughs> it didn't really matter about the house, because the, I love, and I love gardening, so the garden was what's important. So I suddenly found myself here, and which was quite scary, because it happened so quickly, and I had three children under five in a new area, didn't know anyone, in this house that was pretty much falling down, and but a lovely garden. <laughs> oh, wow. So, not too thick, that's lovely. So, um, and... And then when we moved in, as I said, this was two rooms, um, and then we, I knew I wanted to do something um, with the Agra as well. Um, and it must have been it nearly, yeah, nearly 13 years ago, 12, 13 years ago, and um, we had all the kitchen done, and then a girl from school said, I have no idea how to cook. If I get enough people together, will you um, do it just like a, a family meals class for us? And that's what I did. Oh, nice. So we had 10 people, and we did uh, a family meals class um, and then it went from there. So that was the first one. And then I think, having demonstrated quite a lot at, at the cookery school, um, I felt as though I was sort of in my uh, in my element really, and this is what I wanted to do. Um, and it went from there. So it was harder when the children were younger because I would be dropping them at school and then mm. sort of racing back, just thinking I've got to go from mum to demonstrating. And you mm -hmm. know, there was once when I sort of turned up and someone came in about 10 minutes after me, start wanting to, you know, starting a class. They were a bit early, which was slightly stressful, but other than oh, that, yeah. it's all there. So yeah, now uh, they've gone the train to school. Yeah, so that's lovely. Life is yeah. much easier, and it's, um, I think it's, I say, it's, I think it must be 13 years in, um, no, sorry, it's 12 years, that's right, because I wrote my first book 10 years ago. Um, it must be 12 years, yeah. Oh, yes. So to tell me about your books as well. Right? Yes, I, the first one I did because, um, again, it was a friend who said, I've got so many pieces of paper having come to you that I just need them all in one place. Um, so uh, that's when I did the first book and put all the rest of it in one place. And then the second one, I started putting it together. It was about five years ago. And then when lockdown came, it was the perfect time. So um, that has, on Friday, that went to the publisher. So hopefully it will be here in time for Christmas. Well, it will be here in time for Christmas, fingers crossed. Lovely. So that's book two, yeah. And, that's, and how can people buy the book? Um, I, it, either I'll send it to them, so it's all on my website, or when people come here, they can take a copy with them. They always have them around. So mm -hmm. the first one was white, the next one's lime green. Oh. That was really the reason, because I wanted a lime green book, because I love <laughs> <Yeah>. lime green. <laughs> and what's your website? Um, it's www.quincehousecookery.co.uk. Um, so yes, most things are on there. Is that one stuck or not? No, no, no you're right. Watch his arms. Hmm. That's it. Perfect. So it makes quite a few. That's lovely. There we are. You probably get two more out of that last bit of mixture as well. Right. So while you're doing your, um, while we're cooking it, we can make the icing. Okay. So let me take that for you. So the icing is quite nice and. Um, Rich, so it's dark chocolate. So again, I've used a good quality dark chocolate. Mm -hmm. um, softened butter, which you've got here. Yeah. Um, and you're going to whiz your icing sugar, your butter. Um, again, a teaspoon of vanilla extract. Okay. When, with the dark chocolate, is there a recommended cocoa? Um, 
I, well, if you go 85%, mm-hmm. it becomes quite bitter. Right. Um, so I use 70. Okay. Um, so some people like the 85%, but 70 is about right, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, right, I'll swap those for silver. Um, you're using electric whisk, so you can just put your icing sugar in. Though these okay. scales, you just turn them on there. Okay. And then it's um, 125 grams of icing sugar. Put those in there like that. Oh, right, so, if you, so it will fly around the kitchen if you go on a high speed to start with. Okay. You, is your butter soft? Yes, make sure the butter's soft. Okay. okay, start on a low speed. That's it. Actually, you can put a teaspoon of um, the vanilla. Oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> that's the other way. Let's put that in. Did you put, have you put this in yet? Or, no, uh, not for this one. Let's no. go for that. And then that helps it mix together. Okay. Birthday. <laughs> You're missing all those excites, that excitement. Okay, we're going to put the chocolate in because that will help to bring it together a bit okay. as well. Actually, that's a little tiny bit hot at the moment. Otherwise, it's just going to melt the butter. So we'll just leave that to cool for a minute. Okay. And then add that. Okay. And then the other thing, so when we're rolling it, this is going to go on the outside. In the middle is our double cream. So we're going to whisk up 150 mils of double cream. Okay. So you want to under-whisk your cream slightly. And um, again, if you want to put a vi- um, bit of vanilla in the cream, that will give a bit more okay. flavour as well. I'll give you to do that. We were watching, my husband and I were watching last night, Gordon Ramsay's travels. You know, he's got this new documentary when he travels all over the world and he was in Vietnam. Oh, right. With ducks. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, great. But but I did say I turned to my husband at one point and I said, "Oh, why does he? How can he not flinch at anything?" And he said, "Well, he's a chef. That's he's just he just." Oh, I still think. So. I mean, I, I think. Off, that, yeah, no. It was, oh, when yeah. we were at Top Marie, we used it. That, so the game dem, you'd have the, oh, the yeah. rabbit came in, and you'd have to sort of um, deal with the, all the rabbit, and um, and I had rabbits oh, really? at home. Yes, but but how did you? You just. I think you just. You just switch off, yeah. Because yeah, I was still vegetarian then as well. Wow. Um, but you don't, you don't really think of it necessarily as, and in fact, you know, I profiteer from 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 animals because I couldn't yeah. really run what I'm doing mm-hmm. if I just did a vegetarian class. It just wouldn't uh, wouldn't work. But um, that's very true, actually. No, I went to Vietnam for my honeymoon, oh. and um, didn't uh, at the time it seemed a great place. I used to love to travel to all sorts of different places, and um, and it was lovely. But at one stage I did think, I'm actually on my honeymoon, we were walking down this um, food market and you know, all the things in, in the, the cages, oh think, really? Yeah. Mm. And then the next one there was frogs, that, oh, it was oh. just awful. No. Yeah, and then you went back, no. Yeah. I, I lied to Gordon Ramsay once. Oh, you did? You oh, lied? Yes, you did. I did. I feel awful. But we went. I went to a book signing of his once in Kingston. Right. And I got there, and I, and he was very, really nice, really friendly. And he said, "So, what are you cooking tonight?" And I was having like sausages and chips. And I went rack of lamb with rosemary and garlic because I was too embarrassed to say that I was doing something really awful. And he went, "Oh, that's brilliant. I hope it turns out really well." And I went away very shamefaced. No, well, really you have a hot noodle, right? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it was something very you no know, cooking involved. You could have made your own sausages for all he knew, couldn't you? That is true. Yes. And mashed potatoes. It really wasn't. Yeah. But yeah. yeah but you never know. You never know. Right, let's have a look how much for three minutes. Just have a check on your. Yes, people come back. Actually, oh, I think gorgeous. some people come back week after um, year after year to do the Christmas baking course. Yeah, because it we'll means have that to book onto it. Because everything will... River watched it. I would love it. My son would love it as well. Yeah, I think it's the moment, because in my head it's like I'd like to do it, but I know I won't. But the moment I come here and start doing this, oh. it's just I just want to spend the rest of the week baking this. Well, it's, yeah. it, it helps when it's all weighed out for you as well. Oh, yeah, and so the rest of that for you. Yeah, the rest of that. <laughs> so, right, that should all so whisk together. Slowly, yep. again. So, start with, and then it should all whisk together nicely. Lovely. Perfect. Whisk it. And then we're going to turn this out. 
it's lovely. It smells good. Yeah. So you've got these lines. Do you see those lines? Oh, oh yeah. Perfect. Stop there. That's lovely. Right, we'll just pull that down. Can I put that there for a few minutes? Yeah, no, I think mm. the, um, so the, um, Sidney Olivier, um, the Olivier family lived here late 1800s with his four daughters. Um, and then, um, so Noel Olivier was, uh, I think she was in a relationship for a while with Rupert Brooks, so he came here. Um, and then there's, e there's um, evidence suggests D.H. Lawrence came here as well, um, and H.G. Wells. Um, and so uh, the book has been written, Noble Savages. Um, the girl who wrote that came to see me. This house used to be called The Champions. Um, and then, so she knew that they lived around this area, um, but they actually did live here. They had to have, it used to be two houses, and I think they had it converted into one house. Um, so when, I, when you've read that book and you sort of imagine them living here, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's amazing, really. Yeah. Because you just sort of think, oh, I feel as though I know them. Well, exactly. Yeah. 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 And the fact that they, I think they put they put plays on. Um, yes. Next you door in, in in the dining room. Um, which is yeah. That's great. Fantastic. So when you're in there, you must think and visit it as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my husband's. He's he's um. Do you know the Barn Theatre in Oxford? Oh yeah. Yeah. We're doing a piece with them actually. Oh, are you? They've, they've just reopened. I went to play there last weekend. Okay. Well, we the weekend before, but they they've just reopened their doors because yes. they really struggled. Yeah. No. Well, he was on the he was on the committee there, so he oh, was right. he's done all sorts of things there. He was the um, king when they did the King and I, and all my children were in it as well, and they were his children, which was oh, fantastic. Lovely. Really lovely. Um, and he's done lots of things there. Um, but so for him. Knowing that you know plays were put on here and and DH was 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 great, so he then had the great idea that we would have a nativity play there one year and have some curtains and the children and all the grandparents watching, which sort of worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So you're going to put your icing over okay. your. Um, now what you don't want to do, we're going to be rolling it up lengthwise. You don't right. want to put it up right to the edge because no, otherwise it all comes out, out and okay. then it goes into the chocolate icing. So leave a sort of an inch. Um, round this side, leave an inch. Okay, just make sure, yes, it's perfect. So you don't want it to be too runny that it runs off, but yeah. as you spread it over, it thickens up as well. Okay. Okay, so, so while you go for that, inch gap all the way. That sounds good. Yeah, okay. okay. Right. Are these... right. So yesterday, I was, for the first, I, well, not the first, a few times I've made it, but I, so I, I was cooking dinner, which is a rarity for my husband, and so I was making steak. But it's really, I never knew how simple it could be, only because he liked his steak rare. Right. So you literally just, and the other day when I made it, he said, oh, can you put it on for less next time? So I thought, brilliant, because you literally just throw it on, throw it <laughs> on, and then just whack some, you know, do some potatoes or peas or whatever you're doing or mushrooms or whatever. And it's simple. But yesterday he was home a bit earlier and so he was standing in the kitchen talking to me and the pressure, yes. because he was standing there and because I'm just not, don't feel comfortable or, or confident enough, especially when you've got someone that's very good at it, you know, or that can cook. So I did say to him, so can you just leave the kitchen so I can <laughs> okay. Concentrate on my steak. There's the yes. great um, yes. test of your steak. If, you've got, if you put your um, thumb and your little finger together and press here, that gives you the, the, the texture of a, a well-done steak. Oh, really? And then as you move your finger up, um, so the top, the finger and the thumb, that's more of a rare steak. Can you feel the difference? Yeah. So where's wow. it? Well so done. So well so done's the so lower. Well the, the, your thumb and your um, little finger, the, the, the pressure there, that would be a well done steak. 
So you're looking for your index finger and your thumb for him, and that will give you. That's what you should be looking for. Right. And that will give you the. the, So you'll be standing there. Yes. Get out. That's true. (laughs) The trouble is because I'm vegetarian. Okay. Right. I try to minimalise touching it as much as possible. Right. Okay. So I have the tongs and I have the salt and the pepper or whatever I'm using, or and I try to sort of not touch it. But but yeah, that's brilliant though. Yeah. well, often when, when people right, you're you're um you're now we're going to roll it. So, oh wow, should we just get? Some, in fact, it's going to take it off then. But if we're doing a picture, we should take it off and put it onto a piece of paper and make it easier. There we are. So we want this to look like um, the branch of a tree. Mm-hmm. So if you're seam down like that, you we're going to cut um, at an angle here, mm-hmm. part of the. Of course, to make it look. Like that makes it like the branch. That's right. Oh, so these end bits, if you want, if they're quite your hard, sometimes they can be quite dry at the mm. end, but that looks fine. Um, now you can see inside. Oh, yeah. So that goes on there mm. like that. But you want oh, to put a little yeah, bit of... Oh, yes. amazing? I would have thought... <laughs> how... A little bit of... Um, so creative oh, sticking well, it together. Stick it in there like that. Mm. Even you must think that sky broke you doesn't like chocolate. Do you not like chocolate <laughs> at all, really? I, well, she has I stuff stuff a little bit more. I don't want, like, cake and stuff. I just don't like chocolate. I don't, don't like chocolate. Mm. I just don't like it. You can either cover that with the icing as well, or you can cut it off. Mm-hmm. Just, um, not my child at all. <laughs> That's always a good bit to try, just in case it doesn't taste any. So you can always just cut. Oh, go on then, Ross. Yeah. If I have to, if I have to try it. They haven't got much cream. You might have to put a cream on that, but the cream's just There's cream there. Here. There's cream there, yes. Yeah. And the same at this end here. Plunge my head into it. So trim those end- edges like that. That needs a bit of cream as well. So then you're going to um, use with your. Does it taste nice? Yes, really nice. You're going to just backwards and forwards. Okay. Just put that over there like that. It's got that. It's just lovely. As you said, it's not too. It looks from the dark. No, but it's just it's really, but it's not overly sweet either. It's delicious. No, and it looks like it's going to be very very rich, doesn't mm. it? You don't want a huge amount of it, no. But so carry on like that. Okay. Spread that over the top. And then if you want to, you can then, with your fork, drizzle across okay. like that, if you want to. I, l- I like it just like that. Right, and your other ones, I've here. Just literally a sprinkle over the top, and then you've got your snow. And then once, once as I say, once you put your little mushrooms in here. Mm. So, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, it does. It looks really nice. And actually for children... Are there spaces on that course? This is, yes, this there is are. There's two spaces. But for children, to go home having made something like that, which mm. isn't actually that difficult. It really isn't. Once when you, you know, put it in instructions yeah. laid out like that, it's, it's, it was really simple. Yeah. I would never have thought I could create that. Oh, yeah, no, it's lovely, I think. And how long... Oh, that's lovely. Just stand there for me, both of you, please. Just look. Yeah. This is great. Thank you very much, Catherine. Thank you very much for your time here today and also for letting us come and use your kitchen, cook some amazing goodies and also to see the amazing setup that you've got and also the lovely garden too. And we'll be, I know for sure, I'm going to be booking onto your courses and hopefully there'll be a few spaces left on the Christmas one too. So too. Yes, no, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming. Thank you for your time. Thank okay. you. Nice. Thank you for listening to this Caterham Independent podcast, which was produced and edited by the House of Haller at thehouseofhaller.com.